What's going on, everybody? I'm uh, pretty sure we're live, at least for the time being. I have the impending doom behind me of a thunderstorm that's like, oh, let's see, we probably want to do an hour show, so it'll probably hit in about 30 minutes right in the middle of it. Um, so we're keeping an eye on the weather here. If the stream just shuts off, I know you guys are used to it because this channel's pretty shitty, but just, just keep in mind that I probably lost power and I'm hopefully going to survive, but I'll let everybody know on all the social media platforms what's going on, and we'll just do it again. But you haven't noticed i am joined today by a very special guest buffner gaming dude thanks for popping in how's it going really good man thanks a lot for having me i appreciate it heck yeah i'm glad to have you here it's much <laughs> much much better than me just sitting here by myself trying to talk for an hour straight so i really appreciate go. it and uh yeah i know the community and the viewers definitely appreciate it too so yeah man how long uh how long have you been in the content creation game uh I honestly, kind of a funny story, like I, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I got my recording software, I think back in like 2017 or 18 and kind of dabbled around a little bit and um, didn't really, I think it was right when Modern Warfare was announced is when I actually started producing videos consistently on a daily basis. And then I remember when, when the day Modern Warfare came out, I live streamed the campaign with 120 something followers and then after that it just kind of stuff started blowing up with modern warfare release so i'm definitely looking forward to modern warfare 2 to say the least heck yeah i bet so yeah you have i feel like uh call of duty creators have a little bit more a uh, little bit more hope on the horizon than battlefield uh it's looking a lot better for you guys for sure <laughs> um so yeah what uh what games have you been playing i know uh the last few installments of Call of Duty have been a little bit different than the Modern Warfare ones. Like, what are, what have you been playing like recently? Honestly, I think I've been I've been playing a lot of um, Insurgency Sandstorm on on consoles. Is kind of like one of my main go tos. But I still I still do a lot of Warzone. Um, just for, try and get some good content with some stuff. Um, but I'd say my favorite game right now is definitely Sandstorm, just because it's a nice change of pace from from the typical war zone stuff that you when you get those highs and lows so it's good to switch it up now and then i always go back to battlefield 4 also it's my probably my most played game in the past 10 years yeah it's a good one uh, makes me nostalgic miss those days yeah. from battlefield but um what so what platform are you on then are you mainly on console or yeah mainly on on a ps5 but i do obviously i have the uh the pc that i bought specifically for like streaming and content so i do do uh like tarkov and some things like that here and there also which um always really fun to play stuff like that so pc i do a little squad too so now and then when i get really bored i, I jump on the pc and and suffer with some of those games that i'm not yeah they with. are yeah i actually just played some tarkov this afternoon and yeah that game is so brutal but I actually, I actually got kind of hooked on Tarkov, like this wipe where they added VoIP and they added like some of the other stuff on this latest patch has been, been quite a bit of fun for me in Tarkov. But yeah, I don't, I don't even own a console anymore. I'm kind of, kind of a PC master race guy now. But there you go. Uh, yeah, I sold them. I feel, I feel a little bit bad for uh the console community sometimes because some of those games. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that Insurgency made it to console because I, I just think I hope more. I know it's not necessarily an indie game, but I hope some of those like double A games or, you know, stuff like not triple A games make it over there mm -hmm. for those guys to enjoy. Cause I, I feel, I feel bad sometimes 
when you're playing Tarkov. I'm like, can I get this on console? It's like, no, are you playing squad or insurgency for a long time? Like I would I would play it sometimes. Be like, what game is this? It looks really cool. And for the first couple of years, you know, it was only on PC. I, I hope I hope more of those games get get that way. So what are you uh well still still sticking on the topic of content creation? Like what are you looking forward to um with Modern Warfare 2 as far as content? Like what game modes and stuff are you thinking about covering? I think for me, the best thing with Modern Warfare 2 is obviously um, like the weapon conversion, the gunsmith stuff is really what my my niche was that I found with Modern Warfare 2019. So um, I'm hoping it seems like they're going to obviously take that to the next level. I'm hearing some good things with some of the rumors and leaks as far as the gunsmith goes with uh, different attachments, conversions. I think that was the, one of the best parts of Modern Warfare 2019, in my opinion. But then you also have... You know, the single player is going to be amazing. I'm sure the multiplayer will be really good again with, um, you know, we had realism for Modern Warfare 2019, which I really love. That was really like the only mode I played for regular multiplayer. And then you got DMZ, which sounds <laughs> sounds really good. So I think that'll be um, a great place to uh, take, you know, everything you can do in the gunsmith and bring it into DMZ if it is does turn out to be as good as we are hoping it's going to be based on what hope, we hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hope. So no, we'll definitely talk a little bit more about that later on for sure. I'm I'm still I'm still pretty skeptical. I'm pretty skeptical on the DMZ. Um if yeah. what it's gonna be like at, and that's probably from a little bit of PTSD from Hazard Zone, which moment of silence yeah. is, now dead. is now dead. Oh, so yeah. Um, yeah, that lasted pretty long, huh? <laughs> yeah, they put a, put a they, lot of support into that almost made it as long as firestorm before they killed <laughs> yeah. it yeah they almost they learned so much from yeah from firestorm so they learned so much from it they did it again um it's really it's really unfortunate dude it's so bad Big bummer. yeah it really is so i mean uh where do you and for live stream what do you got what do you got going for a live stream do you do much of that anymore is it more sporadic or not really right now i used to have a pretty good schedule where i was doing um like three days a week and then you get into like summertime and stuff like that it just gets harder to stick to that schedule so um, especially no one really wants i feel like warzone is pretty played out at this point so i i enjoy playing it here and there and to get content but as far as live streaming goes i just haven't had that itch to uh really live stream it lately we i think my last yeah. one of my last live streams was probably insurgency or maybe it was Maybe it was the new Caldera map for Warzone, but yeah, typically it's over on YouTube and then a little bit of Twitch here and there. Um, but it's just a matter of having good stuff to actually want to live stream with, which right now, not really there. So, yeah, I'm the same way, and I I kind of found that out. Like I was so I was so ready for a Battlefield game, and I was just gonna immerse myself in 2042, and then mm -hmm. it happened. And then I kind of found myself and I started to settle into this place where I feel like I might not be able to main just one game all the time. I feel I feel the need to try different games. And I think with me especially, and I think a lot of people, the novelty of just being a multiplayer shooter and playing with people on the internet's kind of worn off. And we, at, me, at least me anyway, I need those games with a little bit more depth sometimes. I need to sweat it out in Rainbow Six sometimes, or I want to play a super deep, complicated game like Tarkov every yeah. once in a while and then also uh i still enjoy playing rebirth island uh with friends on stream but... that's that's like my saving grace i think uh, caldera is just so heartbreaking to me every time i get in but rebirth is 
is really fun. But I think, I mean, to your point, you're right. I think regular just multiplayer, like you said, it's definitely played out unless you're, especially with, with the Warzone launch and stuff, but just the games in general. I think unless you're a top tier player, um, regular multiplayer gameplay is a little bit hard to, it's not going to cut it unless you're really good or you offer something unique, you know? So thankfully that's where I was lucky enough to fall into the, the niche that I fell into. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I learned it's just kind of all about doing what you enjoy doing. That was kind of my outlook when I got into it was I enjoy watching certain content for games. So if I enjoy watching that and I also enjoy playing games, I might as well just produce some sort of content that I would like to watch. So I'll do my videos and I'll watch them all every night after the fact. And like if it doesn't entertain, if it entertains me, it, it makes me happy. <laughs> That's really really all it is as long as it's yeah. content that i would i would like to watch you know so whatever that may be that that's cool that's like uh i do this really similar thing i made videos like so when i started like i saw an opening for for battlefield because a lot of the creators after battlefield 5 had moved on to warzone so i felt like right. there was a spot there and i started covering the news and the leaks and stuff like that and i was like how I like to watch videos, I don't like a whole lot of the long intro, please like and subscribe, please hit the like button, share this, all this stuff. No, I would just get right into the video. Mm -hmm. And like like you're saying, like that's the kind of videos I like. And that's mm -hmm. what I like to make, like short to the sweet, or short, sweet to the point kind of videos. Yeah, so. completely agree. And that, that was the one thing, exactly. I, I, I was not a fan of the, the four minute intros with all the plugs and stuff and and uh you know the crazy crazy thumbnails so i, I just kept it very simple and yep and we're <laughs> i was it worked out yeah i was actually talking about it earlier i don't i'm not i don't need to do the the mr beast <laughs> surprise thumbnail the Fortnite. <laughs> yeah turn your we were talking about making like turn your rubles into v bucks tarkov and Fortnite. what everybody <laughs> everybody would click on it <laughs> yeah. um so yeah uh let's talk a little bit we touched on it a little bit uh 2042 so this last week as most of you know uh it's been it's become kind of a tradition on this channel and on this live show uh for those of you that are new here uh brought in by buff also uh welcome i appreciate you guys uh, so much for coming over um yeah we uh we generally talk a little bit about battlefield at the beginning of each, each episode and it usually it's uh it's not great generally and uh this week uh is kind of no different so uh yeah, they released, I made a video about it, what I wish they would have said, but essentially talking about season one are coming, so, man, so you get you get one new map, one, I don't even call them reworked maps, I'm calling them finished. So they're finishing another map later in the season, and then you get like third person animations, a couple new guns, they didn't say for sure anything on Portal, they said they're working on content for Portal and a battle pass oh boy i hate battle <laughs> passes too by the way but yeah that's where we're at so cool uh thank you guys so much for the super yeah. chats justin earlier and uh big mike i really 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 appreciate that thank you but yeah what's uh what are you <laughs> is i'll just ask you the simple question do you think that's enough to bring people back to battlefield unfortunately no and i really wish it it were i don't know really what went wrong with battlefield because i was like you yeah, i was the funny thing is when I originally wanted to end up doing content creation, it was for battlefield. Um, even back in 2012 for when battlefield three, I like tried it a little bit. I couldn't figure it out. So I gave up, but you know, I, when I started this channel, I wanted it to be 
Battlefield. And so when 2042 was announced and we got that first trailer, um, I was I was all aboard the hype train. I was ready. Um, but yeah, that's just not. Unfortunately, they need to do a lot. And I, I often ask myself, you know, is it even worth them doing this or do they just need to throw in the towel and kind of start it again? But I guess they have the legal obligation because of what they sold us on is they have to produce that that season one of content right for that first year. So I'm not really surprised. It's the seems like it's the bare minimum and maybe they're just doing the bare minimum, then shifting to whatever's going to be next. Hopefully, I guess. Yeah, that's what it feels like is happening. And I mean, that makes sense financially, right? Like, I don't mm -hmm. think I'm, I mean, the writing's on the wall with how many people are probably playing this game. So any content yeah. or any investment they put into it now, they're probably not going to realize anything off the like get any ROI on that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know what went wrong either. It just feels like in some of the stuff that I talked about with Tom Henderson, it just really feels like it was a lot of people that are maybe in like the financial sector of the company making decisions on what needs to be in there. People, you know, shareholders, people mm -hmm. on the board at EA were saying, Call of Duty's doing this, we need this, or we need hero shooters for cosmetics. That's what Apex Legends is doing. And they make billions off Apex, like insane. Yeah. So they tried to put it into battlefield and it it didn't fit and it's been i don't know dice is kind of getting into a habit of like drip fed and no content like the live service with battlefield 5 was rough yeah. and i didn't think it right. could get any worse and 2042 is like hold my beer this <laughs> is like <laughs> for real because I mean, battlefield 4 by now had like dlcs coming out four maps at a go and like just way, yeah. way more content. Westy had that post. Uh, it was like a few months back now, comparing Battlefield 4 to where we are with 2042 and even the other Battlefields. And it was just like night and day. Yeah. And what what the whole thing, and I, I've, I've said this a whole bunch, and people are probably tired of hearing about it, but like the recipe for success was so obvious. And like, that's one of the reasons I got into really trying to, to make a run out with a YouTube channel. It's like, they can't mess this up, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But I mean, I feel like everyone in the community wanted like a, a Battlefield 4 like setting and kind of mm -hmm. gameplay skeleton with uh, like Battlefield 5 updated mechanics and the atmosphere of Battlefield 1. Yeah, And that's like what everybody wanted. And I mm -hmm. just, it just seemed so obvious to me that they didn't do it. it I yeah i mean i really i also loved like the immersion that came with i mean battlefield one for sure but even battlefield three i felt was more immersive than than battlefield four for whatever reason it just had a different serious feeling to it and then they did four four was great um then you had hardline which unfortunately like that was just one of those was that the first sign things were going wrong i'm not sure and then you had <laughs> battlefield one which was you know really good i enjoyed that for what it was but you're right, the lives like Battlefield 5 being what it was and the live service that they offered there. And then they had the opportunity. It's really frustrating with Battlefield because you look at Call of Duty, and I'm always more of a Battlefield fan than Call of Duty. And Battlefield had so many opportunities to, I guess, take back or get the edge up on Call of Duty. You had, uh, what was it, Black Ops 4? And then you had uh, Modern Warfare, which obviously that was going to, win no matter what but then you had cold war and vanguard and so that's that's four years three out of four years of releases where battlefield could have taken 
taken the, I guess the, the, the title, right. For the most part, when we're talking about what used to be the battlefield versus call of duty and they, they just seem to not, I don't know what's going on, but they, they have all the opportunities there to do it and they just haven't been able to really come close, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's a super good point because they had like, uh, there was also what they could have done with hazard zone, right? Um, there was a mm-hmm. lot of fatigue with Verdansk, even though now everybody wants Verdansk back. I just remember at the time when Vanguard was coming at the end of the Black Ops 4 era and seasons, people were really tired of Verdansk. People were tired mm-hmm. of Warzone. It was before the anti-cheat, so there were a ton of cheaters. And you had this game like Hazard Zone that had the buzz of Tarkov. Tarkov's kind of, you know, has that PC community, but it has like a really strong intrigue because it's a game. There's no other game like Tarkov. And then right. you had the chance for battlefield to do something kind of similar and yeah dude the market was so ready for it at the time um i remember and being a fan of tarkov i was so excited for that kind of mode in a battlefield game and like even like i have the exodus uh playing right now the the short film that they did it just all the marketing just had such a different vibe uh than than the actual game like it's crazy because i saw in like the shot that's playing now with looking out in the exodus ship i thought maybe mm-hmm. that would be a hideout like with hazard zone which again they just killed in this latest battlefield briefing said they're no longer supporting it um like you could have had a hideout there that you could have bought stuff for in a marketplace they could have given you an actual reason to go in and get those hard drives they could have added you know stuff you could buy with the dark market currency cosmetics that you could have wore in multiplayer and showed off you know your achievements and stuff like that they could have had in-game events with seasons and weathers and maybe different like the ai holding back like super good loot like with a whole bunch of like mob modes and like just could have done so much but there was like zero reason to go back and play after like after you beat or after you extracted like twice you'd never had to worry about money again and then it's like what are we doing here and you know as a console player i'll be honest i i watched a lot of gameplay from it and it looked cool but i never even played that mode the main reason is because on consoles we didn't have any any voice over ip so I couldn't even talk to anybody. So what would be the reason to to play it if I can't even talk to my teammates unless it's like through through the PlayStation uh, voice chat, you know, so it, it's kind of hard to like play with a community if you can't speak to anybody. That was so silly, man. I I did videos and I felt like they went relatively unnoticed. But before launch, I did a video on how I was losing my mind that there wasn't VoIP in a cross-platform game, especially with an objective mode like Hazard Zone. Mm-hmm. And I was losing my mind that there wasn't there wasn't a uh, server browser. I, I remember like watching like, some of those videos, yeah, <laughs> from like, you. And the, those are the warning signs, guys. That's where yeah. it all started to go wrong. But yeah. Um, striking, thank you guys, or thank you so much for the five. I really, really appreciate that. And guys in chat, um, the reason I have, I just want to say really quick, uh, the reason why I have chat on the screen is because I really enjoy uh, the conversations that go on there. And then when someone watches the video back as a VOD, they can see what you guys are saying too. So I like chat. I like you guys to be part of the show. So you guys, that's why you guys are up on the screen. So chat away. That's what I wanted to say. Um, but yeah, with season one, um, they did a battlefield briefing and the communication was great. The other thing, and I was going to get your thoughts on this. The other thing that, um, I wish they would have done was, uh, it, it seems like from what they've shown that they have the first couple of the maps finished or fixed or reworked or whatever. Why aren't they putting those out? Like, 
they need to, it's on life support man i feel like they need to put those out right away i wonder how how finished they really are uh based on what they're showing because we did see like befores and afters and things like that and uh I wonder if they're actually in that state or if that's just them marketing things based on we've seen a lot of false they've shown a lot. I feel like they've just been very deceiving with a lot of the marketing. So is this is this kind of pre-concept as to what it's going to look like? Just they threw in some things here and there to show us something. And I mean, you made a, you made a good point earlier. Those are it's going towards not improved maps, but what the map should have been uh, in the first place. So we'll have to wait and see and when those are going to be ready. Like you said, I think we don't get the first one, the first improved one, which was Kaleidoscope, right? That's not coming till at least season two, I think they said. Yeah. Uh, the Well, no, Kaleidoscope, the first one is going to be um, later in season one and then Renewal oh, okay. comes later in season two. So when okay. that's going to be, it's like we're getting two maps reworked in the first two seasons at some point. So that's like six months-ish or something. And did they say anything about weapons? Because I, I read through it briefly. I skimmed through it, but I didn't really see anything about new weapons or what um, might be coming. They said there's going to be new weapons. Let me uh, – that's a good question. I can pull up a tweet from Temporal. Because uh, I know I know they were – I did hear they were – debating i think maybe it was temporal uh was just saying that maybe they were going to bring in some of the portal weapons to the main game perhaps yeah but yeah they did say that really up in the air yeah yeah they, okay. did, they did say that in the in the briefing um they said that they were going to uh put uh bring so, at least some of the portal weapons they were going to rebalance them and move them over okay um so okay. there's the tweet there's all we know so far from unreleased okay. weapons the mga saw AM7 TTS Exceed is what it's called. It's like a sniper, mm -hmm. CRB Scout, SIG, MP7, and the M45A1. Yeah, it, and I remember talking to Temporal before the game launched, and he was he was saying the MGA saw that machine gun armory saw K, which is a really unique variant of of the saw. And I was I was shocked it wasn't in the uh, initial game because we've had a saw in every battle, every modern battlefield. Um, especially with the LMG category, there was only, was it only two, right? You had there's the TKP Pechenegg and then, yeah. And then the, the Knights Armament Company. So there's only two LMGs, which that's always my main go-to has always been supporting Battlefield. I'm always a huge LMG player. So that really, that was really unfortunate for me to jump in and only have two LMGs to play with. Uh, Faulty Lamp, thank you so much for becoming a member. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's four assault rifles four smgs like two shotguns two snipers yeah. like and that was what i was gonna do i was gonna do it kind of like you didn't talk about weapons and guns and mm -hmm. builds and like even the plus system is kind of bad because like they went so like the plus system changing it in game is really cool but like you have it to where you can change a muzzle a grip your sight and your mag and that's it like, you can also change like almost too much. I feel based on you can adapt to any situation. Which kind of makes I, I really liked what World War Three did um, with the backpack system. I think you could carry like one or two things in your backpack. That way, you decide before you go into the match what you're going to have in your backpack. That way, you can't adapt to any any situation you you come into. It, it makes it a, a little. It just seems like a little bit too easy for me. But I love the concept, and you're right. As far as attachments for the weapons. It almost feels like looking at Battlefield 4 that they they took a couple huge steps back with attachments, even though they have kind of the same categories. Um, 
there just really wasn't anything unique about it. And, and it's crazy because EA, I don't know if you, maybe you ever played Medal of Honor Warfighter back in the day. They had they basically had the gunsmith system that Modern Warfighter ended up copying, I feel. And that was a, that was a system that Warfighter obviously was dead in the water after arrival, unfortunately. It had a lot of potential, but they could have taken that gunsmith and brought it into the Battlefield games, which I, I was shocked they never did. I was expecting to see that um, adapted into Battlefield 4, and they've never done it, which is, is kind of crazy to me, especially seeing the success of Modern Warfare with the gunsmith. I, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't try and copy it. Yeah, and it, I guess if you go along with like the rumors and stuff about what happened internally, where it was kind of initially developed as a PR, and then they switched mm -hmm. it, then it kind of makes sense. Like right. the plus system would have been cool in a in a battle royale where you're looting mm -hmm. and maybe finding attachments, and you put them in, and you can change them on the fly. Yeah. But I totally agree. World War Three is killing it with so many things, including the weapon customization. That backpack is great. Like like you yeah. said, you're tied to a few. Um, and then you have, uh, Leo, thank you so much for the 499 super chat. I really, really appreciate it. Um, then the, the gunsmith is insane for that game. The character customization is on point. Like, uh, that game is doing so good on so many fronts. If they can Yeah. The character customization is what I, I love. I love that and the weapons. It's, it's something I wish, you know, you look at, you look, just look at battlefield and that's, that's almost exactly what I've wanted in a battlefield game since after, post battlefield three essentially and then you have you know a small studio doing it with world war three it's just it's it's crazy to see and I, I mean you're right the rumors have to be true about it being battlefield 2042 being a br to begin with and then they try to pivot because i don't see how that game i don't see how that game passed like the checks <laughs> to even go to release unless it was a scramble at the at the one yard line yeah i yeah, it seems like they switched at the end. I mean, that's really the only reason because you couldn't because like and like why the maps are so big, right? Like you couldn't you couldn't play test those and be like, oh, these are these are good, they're good to go. Like they had yeah, to be like a last minute switch. It had to be, especially um, even like balances. Like you said, it, there's so much open areas, so you're just gonna get caught in the open. But I mean, my big thing for Battlefield has always been helicopter piloting, and I. I, it's crazy because of the uh, the portal battlefield three maps like they play like they used to you have cover but then you get into 2042 and you try to fly in the flare system and you're just <laughs> you're just getting spanned with lock-ons because everyone can have one there's no no lock-ons are, are tied to engineers so everyone's got a stinger and you're just getting locked up and shot by 30 mics from every vehicle on the map it made it a yeah. nightmare yeah it totally threw balancing out the window i yeah I don't know what they thought would happen, but yeah, I've thought so many times, or I've just questioned in my head so many times what the play test looked like for that game. Like how, what did, did they test it? What did they do? Who tested it and was like, yeah, let's ship it, baby. Looking good. Like <laughs> I, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. It, it, it boggles the mind just thinking about who, who gave final sign off to let, cause I, I, I was the idiot that paid 120 for the, the, super deluxe edition whatever it was based on the marketing yep <laughs> and uh yeah man that was i was i disappointed and it it sucks as a battlefield fan because all battlefield 2042 needed to do was be a battlefield game and they would have crushed it and they went they made decisions early on which put them in a different direction they tried to pivot um definitely just shows 
poor leadership from the upper management as far as decision makings go. Yep, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that sums it up pretty darn well. Yeah, season one is going to be a map, a map fix, a few guns. There's not even that many possibilities. These are all found in the data mining, so you don't even know if this is going to be there. And that's what one, two, three, four, five, six guns. Two of them are pistol, one's a sniper. Like one, one AR and one SMG to, to put the grand total up to five and five. Yeah. What? And th three LMGs. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy. I think you have more LMGs in Portal than you do in the in the base game, right? So for sure, yeah, yeah. There's more weapons right in there. Portal from the old ones yeah. than in the base game, which is which is insane. So yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting on the old Crash Games channel to see what we come up with <laughs> because I just I hope I'm they can a, turn it around. But we'll and see. I've just I just don't enjoy playing it, and to be honest, and even even with the uh, it's sad to say, um, but because that's what I built my channel around. Um, but even with the, even if it worked, like it's still the performance is abysmal on my machine. Um, that's what I hear for PC. It's just bad stuttering and everything like that. Yeah, on a thirty, so I have a thirty ninety, and it it stutters and can't hardly run. <laughs> and um, so I and I I have that. So I can I stream from the same machine. It's just a one does all. So I got a pretty beefy okay. system to stream and play on at the same time um i can play battlefield 5 which in my opinion also looks better but i can play mm -hmm. that on 1440p on this monitor have a second monitor with my stream stuff have it ma almost all the way maxed out on 1440p streaming 1080p 60 and i'm staying over 150 frames and it looks great and it's awesome and i love it and then i do that with uh 2042 and it it won't touch 100 frames no, like it yeah. and it, it'll dip to 40 um and i have micro stutters and it's just so much worse and i don't i don't understand how you go backwards so far because battlefield yeah. 5 looked and ran great on my machine it does look amazing even battlefield 1 i feel looks better than 2042 yeah. personally so it, it you're right i mean they just they they went backwards in so many aspects of of what battlefield is it, it's <laughs> and it was a real downer as a battlefield fan I, yeah and I, I think with 2042 honestly like the only entertainment i have left in that game is seeing what they're going to do with it <laughs> in the future as a case study because yeah. it's so bad like that's most entertainment i think i'm going to get out of the game <laughs> yeah probably unfortunately so yeah we'll uh probably move on from that because it's depressing right um, <laughs> it is a little bit <laughs> so i wanted to talk a little bit about the current state of call of duty and like how it's kind of setting up for modern warfare 2 i know i've uh watched your videos for quite a while and you kind of center lately it's been insurgency and call of duty so that's how i kind of mm -hmm. wanted to focus on call of duty with you and there's a lot of exciting stuff coming i think the reveals are slated for next week too um that's pretty cool but as far as like the current state of cod where are you at on that because i'm personally like i can stand to play rebirth for a little bit but that's about it yeah that's that's basically where i'm at i think i mean personally i run into so many cheaters every time i get on and, and you know my big thing especially with with warzone specifically because that's kind of the mainstay of call of duty now is just balancing has has always been an issue even since when infinity ward was running running warzone we had Weapons like the Growl um, in Season 4 or 5, whenever that was introduced of Modern Warfare, then you had the Bruin meta. So you get this crazy meta. And I mean, currently we have, I think it's, whenever I try to play Caldera, you just get destroyed by the STG-44. And I think 
I saw a post by Westy showing that they doubled the bullet velocity on that weapon. Um, so it, it <laughs> you you instantly get hit with it. And the bullet velocity is so quick, and they up the rate of fire, I think, by like 80 rounds per minute. So you just get deleted on Caldera. I, it, I don't like the map. I think this current state of Call of Duty is pretty bad. <laughs> so you're right. I mean, Rebirth is really really the only thing that you can you can play without raging too hard and, and it's it's difficult to try and get content because i've been trying to get really good content for caldera but it's just like impossible to really do um i'm able to get decent stuff on on rebirth but i really miss like verdansk and having a map where you can you can outplay you know the the guys that use the broken weapons and you can outplay cheaters in some some ways um the map itself is just so open it makes it really difficult to to combat the broken weapons in my opinion yeah i i i get frustrated with how they do stuff now and i did think it was cool how they admitted i don't know if you remember that it's been a while ago now where the developers um had like a little internal press conference with creators and, mm -hmm. and media and said that they messed up they didn't expect to be adding all these guns in and that made balancing and performance a nightmare but at the same time i get really frustrated with how they they seemingly alleged oh, this is alleged but like they balance stuff it's too obvious they balance stuff around selling microtransactions mm -hmm. and tier skips like they had the godzilla weapon skin for the scg 44 well let's let's crank that thing up and make it good and yeah. let people get killed by it a bunch and then they'll look for a blueprint and there's the blueprint so 100 yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when there's a new then there's a new weapon on the battle pass it always comes out like really strong oh sorry we'll have to nerf that but they let it go for like a month so people buy tier skips and like that yeah it's, so it's about old. four months four months of a broken weapon and then and then probably three or four patches before it finally gets to what probably where it should be i mean i remember when when the cold war integration happened they brought in those weapons right before everyone went on christmas break we had the uh what was it? The DMR and the Mac 10 were just so busted and it was months of that before they fixed it. So I know I, I do remember, like you said, when Raven came out and said, you know, we messed up and all that. I just curious what the issues are with the coding on the back end that it takes so long to fix it. Cause I think just last week they did the mid season and the AX 50, the modern warfare sniper rifle got a hit scan glitch. So it was, it was hit scan and they patched it within two days. It was fixed. And then you have, the Vanguard weapons, which are just broken, you know, consistently since they've been out, we had um, like the Bren with fire ammo. And now it's the STG. You just have all of these. Un and you're right. It it does conveniently circle around the bundles, which it kind of sucks. I just, it, it'd be so much more fun if they, they balanced them and allowed you to play with, with, you know, 10, 20 guns um, instead of you just see everybody running two or three. Yeah. And there's that website like Warzone loadout, gg or whatever where you can see like everyone's loadouts it kind of breaks yeah. them down and it's all the top weapons are vanguard weapons and it's mm -hmm. frustrating for me because i don't enjoy vanguard i am world war ii out man i'm yeah i just same. <laughs> i can't do it and then when you play that game and i mean people say it's like boomer mentality or whatever but that's fine i and just it's so wild and crazy and out there there's like no it's so weird like all the guns and the skins and stuff in mm -hmm. world war ii it's just like a bizarro world so I, I think when Modern Warfare 2 need, comes out, we need to enjoy that launch window because yeah. it, because that's yeah. when it's going to be like, I feel like that's when it's going to like be tactical, like the the, mm -hmm. the skins are going to make sense and look cool and there's going to be that immersion there. And then, 
you know, then as it goes, like they get wilder and wilder. The anime skins come and stuff because they have to cover the spectrum for their microtransactions. <laughs> yeah. But just remember from past from from the history, we need to really enjoy the launch window when everything appears halfway normal. I'm really curious what the because uh, we, we've heard that Cold War and Vanguard underperformed, especially the battle passes and the bundles. I'm curious what the performance looks like sales wise versus Modern Warfare, because Modern Warfare, you had um, like the Milsim bundles that they would put in the shop and in the uh, battle pass. And the Milsim stuff was awesome. I feel like those those sold really, really well, because every time there was a Milsim skin and I did a video, it was huge. And then you don't you had some Milsim for Cold War. I don't really think we've had any for Vanguard, but uh, peak I mean, you just look at the numbers for YouTube. Peak content creation was the Modern Warfare content. And then from there, everything has kind of gone downhill. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, the good thing is, though, two years of support, allegedly, for Modern Warfare. So um, they had the opportunity to do it with Modern Warfare 2019, and they moved on. You know, Infinity War moved on to Modern Warfare 2. But that's the good thing about a modern shooter is you have so much room to, pl to play around. You're not, you're not confined to the time period, which you know, to be fair, didn't stop Vanguard because <laughs> they did some wacky stuff like you mentioned. But yeah, we'll have yeah. two years of, of good good content, hopefully. And, and I really hope they pump out as much Modern Warfare content as they can. Yeah, I hope so. And it's going to come down to that too. It's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see if, if it does end up being a two-year supported game. There's always that COD cycle, right? Like when the first, when it releases, everyone's like super excited. Got to try COD, got to play COD. It's the best <laughs> COD ever. It's a top three COD. And then, like, as the year goes on, people get tired of it, tired of it. When's the next one coming out? So it's it's going to be interesting to see how the community handles, like, that long drought right. of playing the same game. It's all I think it's all going to come down to content, like, if, how many maps they come out with, what they do with guns and weapons and stuff. Definitely. Because content, even even with the cheaters, if they had, if there was more modern content that kept coming, I could I could almost justify staying. But I think two things that need to happen are, are anti-cheat needs to, needs to perform a little better and weapon balancing, especially when you're looking at, you know, modes like DMZ and Warzone 2 down the road. Um, those are two things for me that that definitely started ruining the, the experience for me. Yeah. What I what I wish I could see is like how many uh, Vanguard sales were a direct result of people wanting to level up guns for Warzone because and like how yeah. how Vanguard would have performed with no Warzone. Because mm -hmm. honestly, that's the only reason I have it installed on my machine is to level up guns. But I think they have the Vanguard weapon so overtuned that it all if you want to be serious in Warzone, you almost have to buy it and you have to play it to level up guns. That's why it's so that's why it's so frustrating, specifically on Caldera. Cause I'll I mean, I, I am somebody that hates meta weapons. I always try and use something completely different. So I never want to be the person that's using the same as everybody else. So I always do some crazy stuff. And you could always get away with it on Vanguard because you could outplay those people. But on Caldera, it's just you get caught, you get caught in the open way too much, and you just get deleted. Yeah, the STG right now is silly, and I miss like sniping because I, I like to snipe in those, and it's just like there's no reason to even carry it because you get deleted almost just as fast with that thing. Yep. And yeah, and if you look at if you look at all the top weapons, people that are picking the top win rate weapons, the top KD weapons, it, that whole first page is Vanguard weapons. So you, you know they're just balancing that to sell copies of Vanguard, and it's that's like the it, one thing that frustrates me. It could be so good, but they do that kind of sleazy stuff with the balancing. I feel like 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, you're right. And I'm over here. I'm over here running a scar and a Rytec sniper rifle with the 50 BMG, <laughs> and, and yeah, it doesn't it typically does not go well on on Caldera. So, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a Vanguard gun game right now. So it's going to be interesting to see how they what they do and like how the two years of support's going to go. Um, I it's going to be really nice to have that that weapon wipe where they start over with yeah, just Modern Warfare two guns is going to be so nice um i'm kind of looking forward to and i I guess we can we can move on a little bit to talking about um uh modern warfare roman numeral two uh (laughs) that's coming up and what we're excited about i personally on the multiplayer side am not too amped about much other than um search and destroy i kind of want to get into that a little bit more than i have yeah search and destroy i mean that's something i i was i actually really i've never been a huge search fan but when we were doing live streams of the community, we would do community search and destroy games. And that was a, that was definitely a lot of fun. I think that's going to be a nice competitive mode, but I did hear rumors of kind of like a, I think Ralph's Val was the guy that, that mentioned it months back about kind of a, a um, rainbow six siege type mode where it's like almost like a hostage rescue mode or something like that. That'll be another team-based game where there's, you know, a reward and you're not just, not just your typical TDM or even something you look at, um, I've heard like offline support too, where you're against bots, something like Insurgency Sandstorm. I, I don't even really play multiplayer for Insurgency Sandstorm. I just do, I just get in against bots with my team. You know, we, you do the, uh, the team, your, your whole team against bots on hardcore checkpoint. And that's, that's the most rewarding experience for me. So I think Surgeon Destroy will be really good. And, and if they do have some other new modes in the works for multi- core multiplayer, it would be nice too. Yeah, because I've I've kind of found myself getting back into playing Rainbow Six Siege, like it's like a kind mm-hmm. of a game drought, and I I really like that round based competitive play sometimes, and and yeah. the tension you get like trying to clutch up a one v two or something like mm-hmm. that or a one v one at the end with the the last double overtime or whatever is pretty cool, but sometimes like Rainbow Six Siege can be just so exhausting because of all the other stuff involved, reinforcing walls, the vertical play, the destruction, yeah. which ops counter what. It's nice to just have still that gameplay loop of like the tension building to the end of the round, but mm-hmm. with without all the extra stuff. So I'm I've never taken right. a Call of Duty and played Search and Destroy off the rip. I always wait like six months in until everybody knows all the angles and stuff, and then I get destroyed. So. <laughs> I'm gonna try at the beginning to to play some more S and D and see if I can get into that because I've been loving Siege lately. There you go. Yeah, it's just it's always I played a little bit for Modern Warfare 2019 right in the beginning because some of my some of my friends like that mode more than anything and they're they're they live and die by that mode. So I jumped in it off the bat and it was it was a lot of fun because no one knows the maps. I think that's when the game is the most pure because nobody knows what the heck they're doing. Nope. <laughs> so you can get in there and get away with things and, and learn on the fly. It just makes it that much more of an enjoyable experience when no one knows what knows the map and the angles. Yep. I'm so I'm, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to get it on that. And the cosmetics will look good. What's with these bots? Get out of here. YouTube's my, been bad with bots really dude. bad lately. My, uh, my mod is busy. I need to. I might need to get some more going. Jeez. They've been the, those bots have been killing me on the comments after I do videos. I'm watching and you get these the URLs they're posting. It's crazy to me that YouTube doesn't have something set up for that. Yeah, you'd think like they have this ultra amazing uh, algorithm to recommend videos and stuff, but they don't. They don't have an algorithm that can find a bot that spams links. I know. I know. Come on, come on, Google, get your shit together. You're right. 
um but yeah and then uh i heard gunfight was coming back um so i think that's awesome i still play with, I a, play, with a twist right with a twist i heard it'd be something a little bit that. different i didn't hear i yeah, kind of hope i kind of hope not because i i really like playing gunfight i played a bunch of it last night i really like did it. you really yeah that was that was uh, i heard so what i heard i think it was maybe ralph or someone tweeted it it would be you get like your your core 2v2 but i think they were going to expand it a little bit whatever that means i don't know who knows if that'll even happen because i'm sure they're playtesting a bunch of things but yeah gunfight talk about i mean i did when the alpha came out and the beta gunfight that was really fun and then <laughs> We played that a lot right when the game first came out too here and there and, and yeah i remember the alpha they had some crazy guns in in that that you never saw again like an odin with a hundred round drum on it that never so it, it was a good experience yeah i liked it a lot um she's another one <laughs> they're all over the place i don't understand <laughs> how do you ban people i just hit hide from this channel but yeah, I, I, I like re report them all, but it's harder to do in a live stream for sure. Yeah. But I think with Gunfight, that'll be really good. I know Van I did like kind of what Vanguard did with the tournament style. I thought that was that was pretty cool for the alpha for that. We did that on stream and that was fun. Um that made the, that made me have high hopes for Vanguard, actually. I was like, man, this is actually pretty good, but obviously the game count was different. But I think uh different types of of takes on the gunfight would be pretty cool along with that core 2v2 type experience that they had in in 2019 yeah and i, I gunfight's like still active too like when i play uh get into matches right away there's always people on there and i still enjoy it it's really cool if you don't play a lot of call of duty it doesn't matter if you have the weapons ranked up or not and that's because everybody gets the same ones yeah it's like that's like so refreshing like you're on that even playing field because a lot of times you'll you'll get in you go to try to play a rebirth and like somebody has a gun that just came out and it's like that day and it's already maxed out and they're melting you <laughs> with it and it's like what the so i gotta go play vanguard for three hours to level this gun up before i can compete like <laughs> yeah and then when you get to gunfight everybody's got the same thing yeah it's good to have an even playing field for sure makes well, it much better I, of an experience I still really like it. I think Jack Rags did a video on gunfight out. Gunfight's still good. Like a couple weeks ago, I'm like, dude, I've been here the whole time because <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. So I'm, I'm glad to see, I'm glad to see it come back. Um, as far as what else is coming, rumored to be coming, I am incredibly, and in like I said earlier, this could be because of what happened to Azure Zone, but I'm incredibly skeptical of DMZ. Hopeful but skeptical. Mm -hmm. What What are your thoughts on it? Do you think they're gonna pull like a Tarkov light off? <laughs> man so i mean you're 100 right that's what i've been kind of saying is you hear you hear the tarkov everyone comparing the tarkov type mode is what i keep hearing so definitely take i'm taking that with a grain of salt because that's what we were hearing for hazard zone and i was skeptical skeptical of it then i mean you look at escape from tarkov that's an animal that no AAA studio i don't think would ever be able to even get come close to replicating because of everything going on in that mode but can infinity ward turn it into something that's easy, more like an easier accessible version of Tarkov. That's kind of my hopes because Tarkov's it's really fun, but I really only enjoy it when I have the flea market unlocked and I can build my own guns that I want to take into raids. And then I, then I can play well when I'm stuck with really bad guns, it makes it really hard to play. So if, if there's like an easier accessibility, but you still have the, the risk reward system. Um, and it sounds like, it sounds like from what we're hearing, it'll be pretty close to Tarkov. Just that, just an easier version of it um, that anybody can jump into. But my hopes, yeah, definitely keeping 
not getting too excited about it, but that's one of the things I'm most excited for right now for Modern Warfare 2, if they if they can pull it off. Yeah, it'll be really interesting because uh, there's just a lot of nuances to the whole situation, in my opinion, because you have um, you have a whole segment of console players that see Tarkov and are unable to play it, but can watch mm-hmm. streams and stuff and are really interested to try to try that gameplay. And at the same time, like you said, I don't think a AAA studio would be able to compete with what they've done. Mm-hmm. The amount of detail, the amount of content, the amount of just incredible detailed mechanics as far as guns ammo how it interacts with armor ricochet chances like the chances for the bullet to fragment and cause more damage Mm -hmm. like how the damage propagates all over the place it's crazy and i'm the same but there still is i feel like a triple a studio is eventually going to see the appeal of that type of game mode and try and try to make try to make an extraction type game mode but I am i'm with you there there's there's essentially a zero percent chance it's going to be anything uh, like Tarkov, other than the fact that you maybe extract. Um, I really, you know, it, they'd be they'd be they'd be stupid not to take advantage of of what Tarkov is because you look at. I remember it was still when Infinity War was handling Warzone, it was like maybe season four or five of of Infinity Ward's seasons, and they were putting that content into Warzone on Verdansk still. Um, Tarkov was destroying Warzone on Twitch views, like handedly so for for infinity ward and activision them not to see that would be obviously there's a huge advantage there and you hear you always hear a mixed bag from call of duty fans well go play you know go play squad if you want realism or immersion and stuff like that but infinity ward's always been the more down-to-earth you know realistic or I, i like to say immersive call of duty and i mean you from a sales standpoint if they're getting outperformed by by battle state games on twitch for months on end you know they they probably were paying attention so we hear this mode it's been in development for like several years per tom henderson so you look at when did tarkov come out i think was early early the first iteration of the beta was like 2014 i want to say so we're looking at development for seven years or at least the concepts of this supposedly been around just as long as tarkov and now they're willing to finally execute on it so definitely gives me high hopes um that they're going to come up with something special that has a good replay value especially for you look at like the modern warfare 2019 communities you had like your hardcore uh call of duty players that were sweating it out and then you also had all the x battlefield the disgruntled battlefield players that came over to modern warfare and that was me you know i i wanted battle i wanted battlefield and then oh hey call of duty's here's your battlefield basically so that's you know i worked out i jumped over there and they they did a good job catering to that group for a while especially with like realism modes that they had going on but then they kind of let it slide. So obviously Battlefield not being what we all wanted, I'm sure they're going to try and scoop up that whole player base again, especially in the state 2042s. And so DMZ, I'm, I'm, I do have, you know, good expectations for it, but I'm trying not to get too excited, but I think they're going to, I think they're going to have to do something um, that's going to keep that, that, that fan base in invested in, in paying money for bundles, things like that. Yeah, and I, I agree. And one thing that you touched on that I think is uh is really important too is an Infinity Ward does a good job of you mentioned a little bit what I call that sweet spot where you definitely get people that say, Oh, you want tactical realism, go play squad, go play Tarkov, go play Arma, whatever. But I feel like and it it's my my hypothesis is supported by like the successful sales numbers. I feel like there mm-hmm. is a sweet spot of immersion 
the game mm-hmm. makes you feel like you're there, but you still have arcadey accessible yeah. mechanics that aren't that hard to learn. So anybody can pick it up and play, but you also have that immersion and realism where you can really get into the game and there's not any of this goofy, weird stuff that just makes you go like, what? The-? And that might be boomer mentality, but I think the sales numbers would support that there is a sweet spot there of, of tactical realism atmosphere, mm-hmm. but still accessible gameplay mechanics. Because if you do go play those Milsim games... You're gonna get, hard. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get stomped on. You have to have a lot of patience to learn it, mm. especially like Tarkov, Siege, uh, Squad. Mm. You're gonna get destroyed for a lot of hours until you start to find success. And not, it's not for everybody because yeah, a, a lot of. And I totally get it. I kind of started to enjoy those games, but I totally get it. A lot of people, you know, have a nine to five job, and you get an hour or two to play here and there during the week, and you don't want to get shit on for an hour. You want to get into something that you can have some success on, have some fun with your friends, and play. You know, so I I definitely get that. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, twenty twenty Modern Warfare twenty nineteen. I think it's the best selling COD in history, right? Still for a reason. So the the immersive of that they brought to the table with that, it was very well balanced. Um, I mean, you, you summed it up perfectly and that's, you're going to get the same thing, I think, taken to the, ne- the next level with modern warfare too, with what we're hearing. So, um, I would expect, I would expect another good delivery from infinity ward. It's, it's definitely something I'm really excited for. And, and especially with DMZ, I mean, you look at the, uh, like the meta and the balancing problem. If there's, if there's the pros and cons where, you need to choose what you're bringing in. Cause I mean, we've heard, I've heard the, the rumors from some of the leakers saying uh, it's going to be similar to Tarkov, especially in this, in the aspect where if you bring something in, you could lose it. So it, it deters people from using meta weapons every single round. You just can't go in like in Warzone. You just, you can go in with the very best loadout and there's nothing preventing you from doing that. You die, no big deal. But in DMZ, if they do do it right, you're going to have to choose, you know, what do I want to, what do I want to give up in order to bring in this weapon? And am I willing to risk it? And what are the repercussions if I lose it and I have to go back to the starting board and, and you know, am I ever going to be able to build back to this? How long is it going to take? Makes you think, cause you definitely get in Tarkov, you get gear fear, you get some good oh, gun yeah. and then you're just like, man, I don't, I don't even want to bring it yeah. in cause I'm going to get killed and I'm never going to get it back. So I'm, I'm getting over that, but I, I do, I do have a completely tricked out SR 25 that costs like 550,000 rubles to build. And it's oh still, God. it's still sitting in my stash. I took it out yeah. once when we were running with a squad and I was scared the whole time. I was like hanging yep, back in yep. the back. Cause I didn't want to lose my gun. So yeah, that's a really cool concept that risk versus reward. And then, you know, you can also decide to take in some crappy guns and you don't really care if you die, but your likelihood of dying is quite a bit higher because you have crappy guns. So yeah, that's right. I hope I hope they can harness that that gameplay loop and feel in something that's a little bit more accessible. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, especially like with Tarkov, the different types of ammos. I mean, that's a huge thing, too, that if you're going to look and see how that's going to translate into Modern Warfare 2 and, and maybe DMZ, um, just look at Vanguard's Gunsmith. They did the different type of, of uh, bullet or round, whatever it was, and you had different types of rounds you could you could choose. Um, I would expect I'm I'm expecting Infinity War to do something more similar to that, but more along the lines of Tarkov. You know, if it's 762 by 51, am I bringing in an M80 round, M61? And they did a little bit of that in Modern Warfare 2 um, with some of the bullets. Uh, you had like, you know, some of the conversions for I think it was like the M4. You had 458 SOCOM, things like that. But for the same caliber, will you have different rounds? Like, will it be a hollow point? Will it, you know, will it be an armor piercing round? And how is that going to 
affect the gameplay. So I could bring in like a medium tier weapon and invest, you know, money in, in higher round ammo or more expensive ammo that's armor piercing and maybe have a fighting chance against the top tier stuff. Like you can get away with some of that in Tarkov, right? You can still, you can still one tap people with an Ash 12, no matter what they're running, especially with, with headgear and stuff. So um, that's, yeah. that's, I think something that I'm hoping that they do with this to make it, you can really get away with anything, but also have the risk reward factor there. Yeah, that would that would be really cool. Um, and then, are you are you a are you a campaign player? Are you excited for the campaign? Because I I'll be honest, yeah. I'm not a campaign player. I and the, but the only campaign I've ever gone through is Modern Warfare 2019. Like that's literally the only COD campaign I've ever made it through. Um, oh really? Yeah, but I, I was so cool. Like well, the stuff they did, like clearing the townhouse at night and stuff, and like the the having to do the laser sights and you know when your NVGs are on you can't ads and you just have to point shoot stuff and like yeah i just thought that campaign was awesome but i don't have a lot to go off of to hardly yeah. ever get through them but and, i mean things like that are what gives me high hopes for the multiplayer aspect of modern warfare 2 but yeah the single player um i'm really excited for that that's probably the very first thing as soon as the game comes out at midnight is what i'm going to be doing and, and streaming just because what we're hearing i don't know if if you or your viewers have ever seen the Sicario movies and then clearing present danger and things like that, but that's kind of what I'm, I'm hearing from, from Ralph and others is that they're, they're taking a lot of cues, you know, it's rumored against the, in Colombia against the Colombian cartel, it's drug war. Um, you know, will it be Colombia? Will it be Mexico? Cause they had that new character that they announced um, just last week with that official reveal. Um, you had a Mexican special forces yeah, character who's part of task force one, four, one. Um, so who knows and where we're gonna be also in the character reveals one of the operators had uh they had the maps on them and you could make out mm -hmm. the the baja peninsula and like mexico that's what i thought stuff, so, yeah yeah exactly so i mean if you like lots of those tarkov movies and then even clear and present danger i mean that's that would make sense to me and, and we heard those rumors i think last summer originally from ralph's valve and that got me super pumped and you just look at with the possible because I mean, call of duty historically in the campaigns always takes things from from cinema all the yeah. time and even even uh 2019's uh campaign you had different aspects especially um 13 hours you had like the embassy siege mission um so they're always taking things from from cinema so i i'm expecting them it's to lean heavily on the sicario films because that that fits their vibe perfectly with what they they delivered in, in the campaign for 2019 yeah i think it's a great great setting in uh overarching story because mm -hmm. i think the i think the desert the middle east is a little bit played out too like we still mm -hmm. really like that modern setting and stuff like that <laughs> but i mean like insurgency sandstorm and like all those modern warfare games like took place over there so so switching it up to fighting against the drug cartels yeah colombia mexico why not be both it could be you know take place right. across those two so like yeah that's pretty cool and it's definitely going to be probably the second campaign that i played through because <laughs> <laughs> i like the first one i i don't know i'd always try to play a campaign and then i almost got to where i just like watching someone else play it kind of like it's yeah. like i'll watch a stream and watch somebody play it then i'll, I'll get the vibe of it but uh no 20 2019 was, was good um yeah it was amazing so i'm it's especially you have you know um Captain Price back, and I'm blanking on the guy's name, Barry Sloan. And if anyone's ever watched um, the show, I think it's on Hulu now, Six. It's a it's about a, a SEAL team, um, and he was one of the leads in that. And that was an underrated series that had two seasons and got canceled, unfortunately. But, um, I mean, he was awesome in that. And, you know, he's got that experience, especially doing the mocap for the Modern Warfare games. I mean, he's posted about it numerous times just how 
how doing that show helped. And if you watch that show, I mean, that's, that's awesome. So he brings, he brings a lot to the table and a realistic performance, which I love. Yeah. Um, then the other thing um, I saw that was interesting was uh, yesterday they posted uh, modern warfare Two cover art <clears throat> made its way onto, uh, onto steam. So on the steam stuff, they, uh, you could see the new artwork at the bottom. I just put it up on Reddit. Let me, after I get this guy that's spamming in the chat gone, <laughs> I'm going to, dude, I'm going to let my, I'm going to let my mod. Yeah, it's, it gets, it gets crazy for sure. But I, I actually missed that. So they, I know we saw the reveal last week with ghost seeming to be featured heavily. And that's kind of what I was assuming was going to be, end up being the cover art would be something with ghost, but I'm assuming well, they'll do kind of what they do historically is each each version of the game will have some form of different cover art then the the high-end deluxe edition will have something special too so yeah there you guys can maybe see it a little bit better um but yeah so at the bottom that's like a that's like a screen cap of what steam had going on and like if you click on explore the full franchise and click call of duty you can look at all of them on steam and um nice it was on there so maybe potentially it could come back to steam which i think would be cool i think I think there's a there's a decent amount of, of PC players that play shooter games that just primarily get games off of Steam. It's definitely the biggest PC platform to get games off of. Yeah, that makes I sense. <laughs> I don't know. They have to. They probably have to, a game that big. They probably have special, like like a special exclusive deal with Steam on how much Valve gets off of the sales yeah. and stuff like that. Because I feel like. <sighs> They, I'm sure there's like a ton of math that's got into like how much can I get, how much do I, how much do you cut do they get versus how mm. many more copies will we sell if sell if we had it right. on this platform too and and if it's worth it or not. So I don't, there's mm. a lot going into it probably. Yeah. So how many people just buy on Steam is really what it comes down to, right? And so they're they're gonna want to make the most sales they can. So it would make sense for them to, to partner up and make some sort of deal. Yeah, and then I would assume they would still also have it on Battle.net too, but yeah, definitely. That's just I don't know. Um, and then the last thing that I make sure I wanted to touch on was I pulled up the I, I tried to I tried to do uh my best guess at what a what the Warzone two map was gonna look like, and uh, I messaged Tom and asked him uh, Henderson how close I was, and he said pretty bad. So, <laughs> whatever I, you, you win some, you lose some. But this one's uh, supposed to be quite a bit closer. Uh, this uh, particular guy on Twitter, his name's in the thing, uh, Emadald, M, Dev. Uh, he did, uh, he did a bunch of stuff mocking up Hazard Zone when people were excited about that. Okay. So he's doing some stuff with uh, Modern Warfare, and he took the information's from the leak and he took Tom Henderson's sketch and then made a map out of it. Putting it looks like he took overlays and stuff and kind of mix and match stuff from like Google earth yeah. to like make this map. But that's kind of what it's supposed to look like. Allegedly Clo- closer than mine was. Um, but yeah, you can see modern city in the top, right? Uh, mm-hmm. War torn. And I, there was rumors that it was going to be pretty, pretty diverse. You got the d- desert on the North side and then jungle forest um, down low. And uh, Shipwreck Harbor, Marshes, you guys can see it. But except for my one podcast listener, I'm sorry, dude. You can't see it, but <laughs> the audio it guy does, is not going to get it. It does remind me a lot of the um, 
the blackout map. I don't know if anyone played that, but that that was my first BR experience, and I actually loved that map. I, I was kind of surprised they never um, tried to like update that for the Modern Warfare engine for for Warzone because I thought that that was you know you had open areas, but as far as a battle royale map, I thought it, it worked pretty well. And so you had diverse areas, just like I'm seeing now with this, you know, desert cities, um, water areas. So um, that's good. It's not just all open jungle so it's good to see something something with some uh substance to it yep and then um yes seth says in the chat just close your eyes podcast listener you can imagine it um <laughs> so yeah that's another thing i so they had in 2019 they had the ground war maps like they kind of did a they did a little mm -hmm. bit of a battlefield conquest kind of mode yep. um and then those were the parts of the verdansk map but then this one it looks like they're taking uh, page out of blackouts book and putting modern warfare maps on this map in spots with as pois mm -hmm. with uh more stuff around they said they've be, been reworked and stuff to work a little bit yeah. better but yeah so i think that's like interesting. high rise in modern city and some of the old original modern warfare 2 maps making their way in there as well as some we'll probably see some things from modern warfare 2019 modern warfare 2 but yeah i think that's what made the blackout map so good is you had you had maps taken from different black ops games um that you would recognize but they were different enough uh that made it cool and then you're gonna see i also heard that that each of these areas could potentially come or be the a dmz map so we have like x amount of dmz maps which i thought tom henderson said it's the dmz map is the same as the the warzone 2 map yeah. just broken down right so that would make sense yep and I, yeah, I think they said there's going to be all on one. And then I think I'm trying to remember like Favela was Mountain Town, mm. um, Terminal at Airport. Uh, I can't, I can't think of the rest of them. That'll yeah, be cool they, to play Terminal again. I heard, didn't they? Didn't Tom update one of his articles and say that um, he re well he released all 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 that was going to be there, but he did say there would be more of the original Modern Warfare Two maps coming in, whether it's whether it's two Warzone two or or to the multiplayer at some point too, so you could see they have enough. I mean, you have enough content for multiple maps. So hopefully they do something like like we expected them to do with Warzone and have a couple different maps in rotation. Eventually, would be nice. Like Verdansk yeah. is going to come back. I think they they even confirmed it that Verdansk will be back for Warzone two. So so they can have them that, running in parallel. That'd be awesome. Uh, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, because the the caldera has created like a massive amount of nostalgia for verdansk i know people yeah. were like sick and tired of it but now that it's to caldera everyone's like dude i just want to <laughs> dance back and that that is the perfect that is the perfect marketing opportunity to get really is for, for it Marvel really is so they bring verdansk back for like an event like, to get mm -hmm. people back into that vibe will be pretty cool no honestly it's like just talking about it, it's getting me more yeah. excited than i've been for a cod for a long time i think there's going to be something in it for everybody which which is good i mean that's kind of why i fell into modern warfare 2019 as, as someone that was more of a battlefield player it was like okay call of duty is doing battlefield better than battlefield so <laughs> so here i am and it, and the cool thing with modern warfare 2 we get the multiplayer the single player dmz hopefully it lives up to what what we're expecting it to be and then warzone 2 so there's just there's going to be a lot there, especially if you have two years of, of content support. I hope they do. 
I hope they kind of go like a Battlefield 4 route. Like you look at all the weapons in Battlefield 4, there's so many weapons in there. And a lot of them, like you, some of them are very similarly balanced, but like maybe a recoil pattern is left versus right. So it adds more variety. It's like, okay, it's the same gun, pretty much the same stats, but it's just preference and how I can control things better. And it offers more variety over just a handful of weapons. And I'm sure they're going to do something to to balance that out for specifically Warzone 2, whether it's a point system or something. So you can't just easily get the best meta weapon without taking a hit whether it's to perks or or movement or something so i think that there should be hopefully from what i've kind of heard some some thought process going into it which will be good yeah yeah the folks are talking about i hope they balance that stuff too that point system makes a lot of sense there yeah i can't help notice they're talking in chat about destruction like how they wish this had destruction and that Man, that's one of the things I thought was yeah. so cool about Firestorm. Battlefield Five had a lot of destruction, but having destruction in a battle royale was so cool because it's like there's, they're camping in that house. All right, well, let's just take down the house and they right. can't camp in there anymore. That was so cool. That would uh, be the ultimate. That'd be the ultimate battle royale, right? Because everyone complained. I mean, you look at Verdansk, but the main complaint about Verdansk, I think, originally was everyone's just camping in buildings. But if you could, I mean, you look at it's crazy because you look at what they added to Caldera. You added those balloon zips so you can fast travel and fly across the map. seems like they put more effort into Caldera and improving that map than they did Verdansk. But, I mean, that if there's someone in a building, you can just take that thing down with with a rocket or a cluster or call an A-10 on there and, and have it level half the building or something would be really cool. Yeah, it would be neat. Especially with high-rises, right? So Yeah, that, man, that part of the map in uh, the, the city and well, for Dan Scott was not a fan of everybody on the yeah. rooftops. I kind of steered clear of that place. But if you had those balloon zips that they have in Caldera now, it wouldn't have been nearly as much of an issue. So it's it's crazy. You look at what they did with Caldera, and it's like, man, if they only they did that with Verdansk, how much of a better experience would it have been? You know, that's kind of, I think, the refreshing game changes that everyone was kind of asking for, at least would have been more satisfied with. Yep. Yeah, those those added a lot to co- combating vertical, uh, I guess vertical camping, for lack of a better term. Those right. those uh, redeploy balloons changed everything. Mm-hmm. Um, for good or for it, bad, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, I uh, I actually played in a I played in a Caldera tournament, and since I didn't really like Caldera, that much, it was for old people, so you had to be over thirty. Okay, uh, it was called Tournament for the Old. And it was on Caldera, <laughs> and I hadn't really played much around those balloons and stuff. And we thought we had really good positioning, and we just kept getting shit on from behind oh, from no. people that redeployed. I, like I, I just had, I wasn't used to it yet because like we were joking, we were joking about before the term. It's like, all right, guys, come on, we got this. We put in the hour, like instead of hours, just the single hour <laughs> practice. So like, yeah, we were we were a little outgunned because we had. <laughs> no. I, I haven't played much Caldera, but yeah, I noticed those redeploy balloons change stuff so much so it, they're it, good and bad but that's i mean the, that's the problem you get third party like all the time because someone you'll have a position someone just you know flies in behind you and you don't get the warning or they zip up to the building which which is cool but you can be i mean you can be in an open area and someone just kind of flies in from one of those balloons and uh you know and in my opinion walls or something right and <laughs> in my opinion it. there's no audio in that game like the audio there, is yeah, so bad yeah. and you don't hear it's them definitely they just a problem flip. They float right in on top of you and you don't even yeah you get destroyed yeah, <laughs> yeah. um are you are you cool with doing a little bit of a chat q a at the end yeah Talk a little bit sure. about i don't want i i 
love talking to you, man. I could keep going for a while, but uh, that storm is actually getting kind of close. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, yeah, we're in a it. severe thunderstorm warning. They're saying golf ball size tail and 65 oh mile an hour winds. So that'll be fun. That does not sound good, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, everyone, thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, usually I have a mod or two. They were busy tonight. Sorry about all the spam. I've never had this much spam either, so. Uh, but tried to get it out of there. Um, appreciate everyone so much for being here. Um, we could probably stick around for uh, another. I want to be respectful of your time and not forever, but like 10 or so minutes, 10, 15 yeah. minutes. And, whatever, uh, whatever you need to do, I'm, I'm if, fine. If anybody has any questions or topics or stuff that they want to talk about in chat, we can uh, see what's up. Get those I did see one earlier from uh, from. I think one earlier from Justin, what my favorite Vanguard weapon was. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A, a jokingly comment because I do. I he's one of my uh, community members that I play with here and there, and he. If you play with me and you get, I get killed in Caldera. You know how much I hate the Vanguard. Weapon. <laughs> I did. They're I silly. did definitely play with the MG3 a little bit when it first came out, and I enjoyed that for what it was, <laughs> or the MG42, pretending it was an MG3, and that was the extent of my Vanguard weapon. So. <laughs> um what me yeah i should go look let me that's a good point let me look at the super chats um thank you justin for that question in the super chat um uh big mike i really really appreciate it for the kind words um uh strike and storm uh faulty lamp thank you for becoming a member and uh leo thank you for the super chat really appreciate you guys uh faulty lamp asked has buff heard of operation harsh doorstop have you heard of that I have, yeah, and that's something I actually. There's a couple of those smaller games out there, like like Harsh Doorstop and some others um, that I've been meaning to try out. I just haven't had the time to do it, but I do. I actually watch a lot of gameplay for for Harsh Doorstop and some other ones that are around the same same level of, uh, I guess, size for development studios. And it's crazy because some of them are really really impressive compared to some of the AAA titles we have. What what's the stuff with the Morbius? What what I don't even get like what's going on with that? It's Morbin time. I don't. I it's I don't I don't get it either. I see it on Twitter all the time. It's I like actually like that now. movie. So oh I th I thought everyone thought the movie was pretty terrible, and then I they were doing like they were like streaming it on Twitch or something, and then like everybody's just like making fun of it, and they're probably gonna make a sequel <laughs> now because they think people like it. Is what I heard. Oh, no. uh, Leo, thank you for the super chat, man. Uh, it says Buff, what's your personal favorite gun in Warzone? What is your overall uh, favorite? Man, that, that's a that's a tough question. <laughs> I mean, I if you look at my channel, I think the two weapons I've covered the most in videos are probably the M13 build that I have for my LVAW, the low visibility assault weapon, which is by six hour, and then this the Scar, the Mark 17, are my two two favorite. I think those are always kind of like my go to when I'm. That and the saw once in a while, but definitely the scar and the and the M13 are my my two most used weapons. I would say by far, as far as which one I like better, I don't. I, don't, I think they're both probably equal. They're always you, fun to use. Do you like them based on like their game stats, or do you like them because you're kind of partial to those guns <laughs> in real life? Like you think they're cool weapons? Part, yeah, I mean, I I, I use uh, any weapon I use in Warzone or Call of Duty is just partial to it in real life. Like the M13 being being the six hour mcx vertus like i love that weapon i love the scar the mark 17 so like my thing when i approach Warzone and, and cod games play is just like i want to take that weapon make it as close to the real world models that i i like and and play with that and make it viable so that's why you'll see me use some crazy weapons that no one ever uses i think like the last video i did was some short barrel m91 
uh, build of the MG5, which I guarantee no one's probably ever used in the game. But <laughs> yeah, I made I it work, so it's fun. I did notice that that if you guys are interested in that content, definitely check out Buff's channel because he has a lot of really cool stuff. Like if you're getting bored with all the meta stuff, definitely check out some of his videos because he gives you some fun challenges and weapons to try that that look really cool. And they have a little bit of like a what, I don't know realism behind them. I guess I would say. Yep. So yeah, they, and, they, and just trying cool. to find like yeah, they look realistic and trying to find like the mo more underrated weapons, right? Like I think the M13 is still a powerhouse. It's probably one of the better modern warfare ars in the game just doesn't do as much damage as you would probably like but it's still very accurate and whenever i'm having trouble competing with you know the cold war meta at the time and then the vanguard meta i would always go back to a couple m13 builds and then be able to compete so um bulletkin has a good question uh besides cod what are there any other fps games on the horizon that pique your interest gundam battle bit or a couple i personally am into honestly i i don't i can't really i mean gundam looks cool as far as like games in general i would say um i think a new star wars game just got announced i think that'll be pretty cool it's a sequel to jedi fallen order i believe um but as far as fps i'm i'm always been more of an fps fan when it comes to anything um so nothing really outside of modern warfare 2 that i've heard announced that's really gotten me too excited right now but um, if World War Three makes its way over to console, that'll be great. I play that a little bit on PC. Um, that game, I think, it has a lot of uh, stay power if they can eventually make the jump to console. But there's definitely some small small titles out there that I think are coming up, which we'll see in the next year or two, probably. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping World War Three can pull it together because they have a really yeah. good foundation. We've been hoping for that since 2018, or at least I have. Um, the other thing I'm excited about is uh, I'm keeping my eye on Embark Studios. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. From the former DICE developers. They have the third person, but they're also working on a first-person game as well. Um, keeping my eye out for that. Marauders looks kind of interesting. Um, there was one other one uh, that I'm definitely keeping my eye out, but my, my old man brain, the train just derailed completely with that thought. <laughs> I had it in my head, but I forgot about it. But yeah, uh, I'll top... On top of what you said, Embark Studios is the other stuff that I'm... And whatever the next Rainbow Six Siege game it will be, right? Because we Breakpoint, I think it just they announced like it was at the end of its support just about. So well, I'm curious what they'll do with that next. There was that, um, that Battle Royale-esque game that they had coming up. I forgot what it was called there. Um, but they announced that they had a beta for it, and then you kind of never heard anything about it. Yeah, there's, be still something... a, there's still a Ghost Recon... Uh... <laughs> a ghost recon battle royale that they're working on and then yeah. ubisoft is also working on x defiant mm -hmm. which is like uh it's essentially a call of duty um kind of game an arena shooter so, so those are the other ones yeah i didn't love what i was seeing from x defiant but the the ghost recon yeah. battle royale definitely piqued my interest a little bit um to see what i mean just having a first person type mode like that with those kind of weapons looked it looked cool to me see how they can execute it right though but that'd be fun to play uh evan asked have you a lot of questions tonight that's awesome guys thank you uh buff have you ever heard about armor reforger i think it's on console and pc yeah they just uh i think they just released that for early trial or whatever it was like uh the 17th of this month so it's unfortunately not on playstation yet they did it for xbox and pc I watched a little gameplay. Um, I was debating probably maybe giving it a try over on PC, but when it does come out to 
uh, PlayStation. I'll definitely be giving that a try. It, it's good to see. I mean, that goes to it again. You're seeing we had Sandstorm make the jump to to console, and Armor's kind of getting in there now with Reforger. And I'm sure you'll see it with Armor Armor Four when that comes out down the road. We're seeing a lot of those PC exclusive titles jump into console territory, which is uh, cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm I'm excited to see that because I, I want everybody to be able to play some of these games. Mm-hmm. Definitely a huge market for it on consoles. Yeah, I was looking for that. Um, what they were calling that? It's not Heartland, is it? That's, no, that's was it a... Ghost Recon one? Is it? Yeah, Frontline the Battle Rock, right? I think it was Battle Frontline. Frontline. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, just like the flea and tick prevention for dogs. Yeah, Frontline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I haven't heard I anything about that. that game in, in a few months. Though. I, I remember it's... I watched a little bit of beta gameplay, and that was the last I saw of it. Yeah, I think they still have to be working on it, I would think. Yeah, definitely. They've, they've shown gameplay of it and stuff. Um, Yeah, and then that's you mentioned there was a new uh, uh, battle or a Star Wars first-person shooter that Respawn's going to be working on. Right? Yeah, there's that too. Yep, there's that, and they're doing the sequel the, to Jedi Fallen Order. So there's right. a couple Star Wars games in the works that, I mean, if you're a, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so definitely running through some of the stories of those would be would be pretty fun. But like a first person shooter, uh, Star Wars would be cool because lo- yeah. Battlefront was awesome. But like I'm, I'm not as big into third person. Um, same, same. Uh, Bulletkin says, Buff, I'd recommend holding off a month or two before trying it. Armor relies heavily on modding, and right now there's not much there. Yeah, that mm. was, and that was interesting. That the Armor Reforger came with a little bit of controversy because uh, it was essentially like the engine, and it pretty much relied on the community to make the maps, make the modes, mm. do the servers, and and all that stuff. And it was oh, still wow. like thirty five dollars with no content. Like it was, it was a mod engine, so it's. Okay. Takes the community has to build stuff, and it's it's kind of like their demo and their first iteration of the new engine that's going to allegedly right, right. be Arma Four. So, I yeah, I mean, you look at the what, especially on PC, what Sandstorm has done with the ISMC mod, maps, weapons. So uh, modding, definitely, I think Armor Reforged is like an early trial of what's going to be coming. But I do love the mod support aspect because um, whenever I play Sandstorm on PC instead of console, I play the ISM- ISMC servers, and that's just customization through the roof, which is yeah. amazing that the community can come up with that. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's cool. I and that's what, that's what I'm hoping might save Halo is like having yeah. getting Forge out and letting the community run wild and make a lot mm-hmm. more content. Um, Faulty Lamp asked earlier, do you, uh, Buff, would you ever think about starting a podcast? I've actually been thinking about it for like over a year at this point. It's just a matter of of trying to find the time. Like I'm definitely a big movie buff too. So I was gonna my fiance and I were gonna do like movie reviews and things, but man, it's 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 hard. I'm sure you can relate, Crash. It's hard to find like the time to we actually shot our first episode and we just never released it because we were just yeah. so busy. I mean yeah, it's I, tough. And with this one I've had like this is kind of my outlet since like battlefield has been so bad i love mm-hmm. making videos and doing content so i'm like if i if i set up a weekly show it's like i have at least something to make a video about every week and then yeah. um but then it's like yeah it's like that time can be like you have to sit down and do it and i've made myself there's been weeks where i'm like oh, i'm too busy this week i just need to put it off and no i'm making myself do one every single week like no matter what i'm going live even if i don't have a guest and it's just me like i'm doing it so i get it it's 
it's really hard that's good that's yeah i mean that's that's good though especially for like i remember before modern warfare came out i was just doing like single player levels for different games every day so i'd like play through the campaign record each mission then i would like release a level for like you know i went through the old medal of honors uh some of the old cods and just had something there so it was like at least keeping me in in check with the algorithm a little bit so something like consistent is good but definitely doing a whole podcast is a whole other level and i don't know how you do it yeah because yeah because after this is over then i have to take the recording and i edit it down and put it on the vod channel and then i have to get i have to render out oh, the man. audio and then i put that on red circle and that pushes it out to like all the podcast platforms too and so like after, there's still like Jeez. a whole bunch of stuff after well, that's a yeah i mean that's and that's something i noticed about your your channel in the beginning was like your production values just through the roof it's awesome and then there's me like what if you saw how i recorded some of my i just like set up my elgato i have my mic set up and i i have the gameplay in the background and i like run through it live one take there's no separation of audio or anything there's no script i just i just do it and that's it and i upload it so that's awesome and i as simple as i can make it i appreciate the kind words but yeah on my videos too i just click the camera on and it's usually like one take i go through and i'll have to like stop and i screw up sometimes and there's a few edits here and there but yeah i don't have a script either occasionally on like a complex one where my brain's like extra boomery that day mm-hmm. i'll put i'll put like a uh i'll make a notepad like right below my camera like right here with some mm-hmm. some, th- some talking points but then i just yeah. kind of i kind of go through it and then i'll add i try to add like cutaways and stuff over the top of it while i'm talking but yeah essentially it more genuine yeah i, I like. think so and that's that's something else i did to like try to be a little bit different with the face cam mm-hmm. um i to try to get people to like be a little more relatable i guess with the, i don't know because i'm not a very attractive man but i just turned it on anyway <laughs> just to do something different but whatever that's what it's about yeah i mean it's being more relatable and that's that's something i never want to do is like scripted videos right and just be kind of like one of those guys that just reads and you can tell tell you're reading it's just like one-on-one conversation with the viewers is is, is cool thank you yeah that's what i that. thank you and you as well but that, that and those i can tell that in the content right like it's just a lot more natural yeah 100% conversational I like that Mm -hmm. uh bullet can ask was my recent 2042 video scripted no um that one I just had three points on the screen where I was like I just want to talk about specialists I want to talk about maps I want to talk about gameplay I want to talk about animation so I just had those bullet points right here and then I just talked about them just Um, to keep you on track right (laughs) yeah just to hit the main points and yeah like I said I I don't like to and yours are the same way I don't like to do a whole long intro of like this please like the video this is going on like sometimes I'll have like a quick announcement but I like to get I like to get right into it Mm -hmm. definitely get that way uh yellow dog ass buff do you think 2042 is capable to make a comeback oh man unfortunately no (laughs) I I really wish it was but I think at this point they just they just dropped the ball so bad. They would have to, they would have to make a huge turnaround, and then you know, financially, is it worth that investment? And I think the answer is no. I think they're just better off doing the bare minimum, and then releasing. You know, the next Battlefield title is going to be make or break. They need to, they need to basically reboot like Modern Warfare did with 2019, call it Battlefield, and and make a Battlefield game. That's where they need to be spending their time. I'd rather they do that than spend time fixing. it. 2042 because i just think it's so so out there for a battlefield title it's going to take too much too many resources to bring it back agreed and then like at the same time i've heard 
<laughs> we've heard that with the last several titles it's like make yeah break. like is it still yeah. or that's a yeah. bit broken so yeah i totally agree uh evan asked for buff how cause doing and will he ever return for modern <laughs> warfare 2 yeah so cause is one of one of our my uh my channel members who would join me the live streams i ended up hooking up with him for like a lot of duo gameplay and stuff like that on the channel for warzone dude was just played on pc was an animal carried me to a lot of victories and and uh he finally got fed up with where warzone was at and took a little break but no uh he's good i talked to him and i, I think he's coming back for modern warfare too so <laughs> nice uh odin asked buff would you ever branch out into other games for the channel games like dying light or maybe some rpg game I would, I mean, I've actually thought about doing some single player stuff, um, playthroughs that are outside of even first person shooters. Um, it's just a matter of like, maybe I do a second channel or maybe I do it on this and just see, um, but then it's like sitting down and playing it. So yeah, I mean, I would probably do it at some point, um, but you know, just depends on what's out there and really what piques my interest. I've kind of thought about going back and doing playthroughs of like some of the star wars games that came out the past couple of years and just like doing it all in one or two shoots and just throwing those videos up uh to have something a little bit different so i mean eventually if there's if there's a good game like whether it's dying light or something else i'll probably do something like that yeah that i mean yeah youtube is so unforgiving when you try to switch content um <laughs> oh another bot yeah let's answer that uh, they're, they're back they're back Jeez, it's really it really is youtube is I remember, like, you try and do something different, and like, you just get killed. But I just kind of got to the point where I was like, "Oh man, I'll I'll just do, you know, if it doesn't do great in views, that I'll learn my lesson." But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that's that's like the one big flaw that I wish YouTube would change. In my opinion, is like if you try to switch games, like even though like you build your channel around a certain game. And if you mm -hmm. do any other game, rather than testing that video out on people that traditionally watch those games, it tests them out on your audience mm -hmm. first. And if they're like, if I do like a Tarkov video for my Battlefield audience, it just tanks because I wish it would test it out on people that traditionally watch Tarkov content instead. Because I mean, you like you set the game category and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. it, it doesn't work like that. And if you switch content like that hardly at all, it just kills it. I think like someone like you, you'd be good going from Battlefield to Modern Warfare because they're still in the first person person genre. And I know when I was covering 2042 last summer, like my content, I was actually having the most fun I've probably had since forever doing Battlefield content when we were getting the trailers and I was doing breakdowns of the trailers and stuff. I was having so much fun doing that. So, I mean, and the views, the views were pretty decent. I was like, man, okay, I can make a transition to to battlefield which is where i was at because warzone was just so bad at the time um so yeah i mean the good thing is at least they're both you know mo modern military first person shooters right <laughs> yeah yeah and that's why i thought uh doing this show would be cool too because i i found like i really like uh i really like talking about the news and reacting to what's going on in the industry and just having mm -hmm. that discussion and this was a way to still like talk about battlefield mm -hmm. but also kind of interject some other games and stuff like that so that's kind of yeah. how the, how doing this live show was was born because I it's kind of a way to introduce some new content to the channel I guess ease ease into it a little ease bit ease it in yeah <laughs> there you go but yeah man um I just got another beep about a thunderstorm warning so I should probably cut it off yeah, guys uh, guys thank you so much 
for being here uh buff thank you so much for taking the time to come on um super super appreciate it it was a lot of fun i think it was a great episode too um yeah no i i had a blast uh definitely really good talking to you i've been a fan of of the channel and and the podcast i check it out whenever i whenever i can but yeah i mean i see your, i remember i saw your content to start with with battlefield um so you know you showed up in my algorithm at least so definitely keep <laughs> yeah it up and yours too and your production values through the roof so you're doing a really good job over here and, and that's the thing i mean like i said i when i started my youtube channel i remember like i was putting out videos and i was just like talking to my girlfriend i was like yeah i got like you know 30 views on that video and then there was like another one i was like i got 700 views that and then it's like i got a, a thousand views it's like i had 124 subs the day modern warfare released and we were joking before that i was like yeah man maybe by like january i'll finally reach that thousand mark and can monetize and then you know modern warfare released like october 19th or something and then by christmas i was up to thirteen thousand subscribers it was insane so you know, definitely awesome. just keep keep up the work, keep grinding, and, and you're doing consistent content, so it'll, it'll pay off eventually, especially if you're liking what you're doing. That's the yeah, most it's fun part of it. It's fun, and yeah. that's the main thing. And um, uh, the Battlefield YouTuber Lossy gave me some pretty good advice. He's like, even though like views are dropped around Battlefield and stuff, like the videos that I'm making are for the people that'll watch them, the people that are still here, and I'm right. making videos for those people and whatever happens happens i'm I'm still having fun doing it so and i've I've met awesome people like yourself and yeah i've been a fan of your content too i i really admire uh your videos and the thought that goes into them and um your videos are unique in a space that's just constantly talking about meta this meta that yeah and and i i really appreciate the uniqueness and the the thought that goes into your videos because it's something different in a space that's so crowded so i i super respect your content as well yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. It, it was it was, you know, good, good luck and a little bit of planning that I was able to get my my niche, thankfully, and no one really had touched that area. So it worked out, worked out well, you know, so I think um, I think a lot of the good thing is with the battlefield fans, you have those disgruntled battlefield fans seeing what's going to happen in 2042. And a lot of them like me originally will get scooped up into modern warfare, too, because it will do it will do a lot of what we wanted with battlefield. So that's, that's the, that's a good transition with, uh, between the two that I, that I see, which is good. Cool, man. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to play the outro again. Appreciate it. Beautiful. Ton of fun. And, uh, you can hang out on the call just a second, but okay. Sounds good. Thanks with. a lot. See you chat guys. Thank you so much. We'll uh, hopefully see you next week. I have a work trip. Of course, I'm going to be on a work trip the whole week. So I'll miss all the modern warfare reveal stuff. So we'll have to stay tuned to buff channel for that stuff. Um, but then I think I might try to do an episode Sunday night before I leave so to get to get my episode for the week done. So probably see you guys next Sunday. I would love to see you there. I really appreciate it. We'll see you on the next one.